to have somebody who can capture your essence and your tone and your personality in content is really hard to find. And so all of you who out there who are struggling with that, I get the struggle. So I finally have found somebody who can capture who I am. And then I just said, I need you to like literally figure out my content. Welcome to Heinzheim. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Poole. And I'm On this podcast, we've hacked hundreds of entrepreneurs' hindsight to help you, the listener, with better foresight. Now, guys, if you want to know all about what we can do to help you focus on being you, head over to GetHHM.com. Keep pushing through those ups and downs that we all will have. We're still going to have amazing conversations with amazing people. Hindsight hacking boils down to amazing conversations with some amazing people. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Hindsight Hacking. And today's very special guest, the one, the only, Lainey Sullivan. Hopefully it's not Lanny. I think it's Lanny. Uh, but if I messed it up, I apologize in advance. So who's Lainey, you might ask? She is somebody that can really help take your operations to six or seven figures and do it in a done-for-you fashion. How you ask? Yep, that's what we're going to find out. Lots of templates uh, for all of us small businesses, all of us entrepreneurs, consulting. She's even got some free stuff. So don't you worry. She's going to share all the secrets today. And thank you so much for being here, Lainey. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey, thanks, guys. I'm not going to share all my secrets. Not all of my secrets today. (laughs) No, it's the whole reason for the show. Yeah. <laughs> Ron and I selfishly I'll get some get, secrets. Yeah, like we selfishly wanted free coaching, so we asked right. you to us today. No, you know, we go. I got it's you. It's what we do. It's what we do. It's funny because if people watch the show or listen to the show, it's like, why do they have all these like random people? Because we wanted them. It's our show. We can choose. It's fine. All right. So I know we had an amazing conversation last time and we had some fun right before the show started, but before we get too far into it, why don't you take a moment and just tell the audience a little bit more about you? So uh, so to make a long, long, long story short, I have a background in operations and events, but not a traditional background. I actually started in finance when I was 19 and was managing by 21, a $10 million portfolio for a business. And they realized that I knew how to clean up shit. <laughs> and so I ended up becoming the uh, the cleanup manager within that company, within that district and region. And I would go in, clean up an office from the, the employees to the files to, because I went through state, federal, company, local audits. So I have a really bit, like a really in-depth background with the details, right? So I can, I'm able to see the big picture of like, hey, these are the goals that we need to hit. And then how do we get there? And, you know, the, the, the 30,000 foot and the minutia and it really, now it's innate. I developed it over time, but now it's just an innate thing. I can walk into any business and go, these are all the things that are broken and here's Mm -hmm. how we need to fix it. So I love it. It's so fun. And most business owners hate the minutia. So it's fun for me to come in and be like, your business is broken. Let's fix it. Yeah, definitely. And what about being the cleanup manager, like uh, you mentioned the the employees side of things. And, and Ron and I have had teams large and small. And, and even if you 
don't want somebody working for you, it's still never fun to let that person go. It's never fun to be part of that reason that they are now searching for new income to provide for themselves or their family. And like, tell me about that aspect of it. Because the details is awesome. The 30 foot view is great. Being able to figure out that what you need to do to, to achieve everything. But if you're cleaning up, like that had to get to you. Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, so I went in, so it's different because I'm, I, I am the outside party. So it's easy for me to come in and go, okay, we got to do this. And I know, and I know personally, like it's difficult to let go of team members, especially if you are attached. I mean, if they have serious issues and they're really causing problems and you're just straight out frustrated, it's really easy to let somebody go. But if you actually have an attachment to them and you really have tried everything to help them, you know, to become successful in your business, it is hard to let them go. What you have to really look at though, is where's your business going? And all of the things that are alignment, people and projects, right? So, and then your team has to have a buy-in. So they've got to, you know, they have, number one, if they don't have a buy-in, they, they got to go. If they're struggling and you've given them every level of training, they have to go. And, you know, and I, I mean, every level of training and they're not, you know, progressing down the path, then you got to let them go. However, your responsibility is to give them all the training and all the resources and all the access. So. If you're failing them, it's on you. It's not on them. Yeah, I was in a very, I was the, for a corporation, I was the fix-it fireman, right? (laughs) So if they, like, if people saw me for this restaurant chain, they knew that the entire staff was fired. Like that was was the, that was me. And I, I remember there was a couple of times that literally I, I had to go to South Dakota and I hated going to South Dakota, like oh couldn't stand it. And I told the owner, if we ever have to go back there, I will close the restaurant because I hated that bad. Right. But I remember going there and the guy just saw my business card and he started packing up his office, <laughs> you know, and yeah. he was like, he was like Oh, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, you know, and it 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 does wear on you because it does, you know, it's it's you didn't necessarily have to let the person go, but you had to tell the person, hey, this is what's causing the situation, right? Mm-hmm. I had to actually let the person go, which don't even worse, right? Yeah, and and so yeah, I, I feel you, you know, but there's something to be said, the thrill of taking something that's broken. Mm-hmm. And like, and fixing it, fixing it right? And, and fixing yeah. It. yeah. It's like literally taking it from something, from nothing to something. And which is why I do events too, because it's like taking that thing that needs to be created. And here's the end goal over here. And like, how do we get from A to Z? And it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I love yeah. it. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, you know, I want to just really dive into resolve. I know this is, you've been working with CEOs and entrepreneurs for a while, but Tell me about operations done for you. Like, obviously you can give somebody a template and you can tell them like, these are the things you should do, Mm -hmm. but you can't really do it for them, I assume, in their business. Just like from a podcasting perspective, we can tell people, hey, you should just record these things and then give it to us. You don't have to worry about it, but we still Mm -hmm. can't record for them. So yeah, like how's how's that work for you? So you guys will be the first ones that I'm going to tell. So I'm actually rebranding this year and my new business name and then my new brand is actually going to be called Reset and Resolve. So Ops DFY will be put into Reset and Resolve. 
But it's what we do for our businesses. We help them reset their business and resolve their issues. And I basically say we resolve their shit because, you know, every business owner has things that they're avoiding, that they're procrastinating on. They're hoping that that thing just goes away if they just keep ignoring it and it never goes away. And all it does is it snowballs and turns into a bigger issue. So resolve is it's an accountability. Like we can only do so much for a business owner. Like you have to get in and be willing to do the work to change your business. So I have a client, she's, we've been working together for seven months and she gave me a testimonial last month and a month ago and said, I've done more in six months with Lainey than I've done in 15 years in my business. She goes, I don't even know how I've made it 15 years in my business without having all of these things done. And all we've done is taken her four main priorities in her business that are really causing her the most pain, the things that she's avoiding or struggling the most on have the biggest blocks. And we've just broken through them. So we have cleaned up her intake process for her. We've actually, so I'll just tell you a little story. So we sat down one day (laughs) and I said, tell me what your intake process is for your clients. And she said, boom, 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 boom. It was six things. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh, no, there's no way. There's only six things that you do when you bring on a client. Over the next few months, we started to develop her intake process. Her intake process right now is her intake and full onboarding process for clients is eight pages. Now that sounds really overwhelming when you think about it, but it's eight robust pages. And we broke down every single type of client that she brings on with contracts and communication. Where does the communication go? Like, is it from MailChimp or from her e-sign? Like literally everything's automated. She has maybe four or five things that she does that are manual out of the entire thing now. So everything's like, everything's automated, everything's built in. So the, the focus is high touch, high tech. So it's still really, really, really connected to that, that experience for your customers, but it's removing you as the business owner from every single piece of task and project and freaking minutia that you hate to touch. It takes you out of that, but there's work that needs to be built by the business owner, by the CEO to actually get there because we don't know all the processes. We don't know all the language that they want to use to communicate with their clients. And so now she has a fully operational client intake process, which is beautiful. Like she's moving her clients through it and she's adjusting things as because it's a new process for us. So she's adjusting things as they go through it, but she's so excited. Like she's so happy. She's like, Oh my God, this just made my life a thousand times easier. And it's automatically delegating work out to her team. So she doesn't have to do it. Like we've got things like being created by the systems that she was doing before. She was building a a client account in all of her different technologies. And now it's all just built automatically. She doesn't have to think about it. Love it. Love it. No, I love the whole high touch, high tech. Because I think a lot of people get stuck. Well, let's, let's put it this way. Some people, once they build up the company, they're like, how do I burn it down as quick as possible? Yes. Right? Because, because it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I hate this, right? Uh-huh. What it is, is they hate the minutia, right? right. Like, I'm, I'm a visionary guy. So mm-hmm. minutia pisses me off. Like I, I hate the mundane. I hate doing things. <laughs> like I need new, exciting, fun stuff. Or right. I get, I, and it's how I've always been in my whole career. I get bored, right? Unless yeah. there's a fire to put out, I get bored. And, you know, so I understand, and I think we talked about this the first time we talked, is just documenting everything that you do yeah. so that you'll be ready mm-hmm. to have someone actually deal with the minutiae instead yeah. of trying to figure it out and then 
get pissed when someone can't do it because you didn't give them all the information, which goes back to it's your fault if you're not giving them the resources to be successful. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like, it's not, I I don't say it's like a catch 22, but it's like, if you don't do this, like this and that thing, if you don't do this then that's going to happen, or if you do do this then that's going to happen. So if you are not preparing your team to take over the work, and if you really want to play more stress less, be less overwhelmed, you know, Mm -hmm. take some time off. Like I'm teaching my clients how to take time off. I took three and a half weeks off over the holidays and didn't have any client meetings, didn't have literally nothing. I prepared my clients for me to be out of town. And I had zero fires when I came back. I was out of the country and I had zero fires. I'm like, this is how you take time off. Mm -hmm. Like even just, so it's a lead by example thing too. So you have to do that within your business. Right. Love it. Yeah. That is, that is so good. And I, and I got to give you props here since our first conversation, the whole document everything. So you can eventually give it to somebody like that has come up in conversation with Ron and I and our own clients in different ways. What do you think a half dozen times, Ron? Like it's pretty crazy how often like we've talked about that and we're like, Oh, you know (laughs) what you should do because you're not being able, you're not getting done what you need to get done because you need to document. Right. And it's, so it's just, it's so put it on our radar (laughs) in such a good way. So thank you. First of all, on that. Thank you. That's awesome. I, I mean, look, if I can help with just the little tips, it makes it, I mean, those little things do make a difference. You don't have to, I think that's the problem with business owners is they look at the big picture, right? And they look at the elephant and they go, oh my God, I don't know how to do this. And so it's like block after block after block. I'm overwhelmed. I'm stressed out. And it's like, okay, we'll just re... So it's reverse engineering. And all of us know how to reverse engineer our expertise, right? We know how to do what we do and how to take the... This is a result and how to start. But when it comes to the minutia, people are like, I don't understand. It's overwhelming. And so it's literally just going, okay one step at a time. You don't have to eat the entire elephant. Like how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Um, right. That might not even be politically correct to say anymore in this world that we live in, but you it's know. fine on this show. So you're good. <laughs> I say you say it and make it a t-shirt. I'm tired of political. <laughs> I mean, I write right. into my blogs all the time. So, but it is, it's right. so true. It's like, you don't have to take on the entire entirety of the project. You just have mm-hmm. to go, okay, here's our end, re- end result. What are the objectives to get there? And then within those objectives to get there, how do you reverse engineer within those objectives? Right. right. And then start at the bottom and work your way. And if it takes you a year, it takes you a year. Give yourself the patience and the time and the capacity to do it. I think that's the other thing everybody wants it done now. I, myself included. I'm not exempt from that. I'm like, I want to I know done nothing now. about that. <laughs> I know nothing about wanting it done right now. Uh, right. But I am exactly like that. So it, it's it's so true. It's I I I have patience if I'm coaching somebody else, but that's probably an incorrect statement. I have patience to teach other people to have patience. Right. I don't have patience for them sometimes. And I don't have patience for like my own stuff. Like my own stuff I wanted done like Mm -hmm. two days ago. Why is it not done? And why can't I start on something even fun? Because I haven't finished that yet. So that I have to do, right? And, And I think a lot of people, especially I think my personality type, falls into that where, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the visionary. And once you get some creative block, like you're screwed, right? <laughs> so, <Totally. laughs> you know, I I've gone through creative block where 
I literally could not design squat. And that's mm-hmm. my thing. Like I had to tell Corey, how does this look? And he's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's your thing. I was like, yeah, I don't know how it looks. I, I, and I would just look at something and be so frustrated. And, and just this small little step was frustrating me. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah. And that's the thing with vision. So it's really interesting because I'm a visionary myself in my mm-hmm. own business. So my team, you know, I'm like, I'm at this and I've got, that. we literally have multiple projects going on. Like, right. We, I think I told you guys, like, we're going to do a podcast. And so I'm like, I have a podcast. I have a book relaunch. I have a in-person event. I have a live, a virtual event. I mean, I literally have probably eight to 12 different projects that are like sitting over here in the wings. And I'm like, what can I create next? <laughs> so I'm, I get it. And so I have to kind of slow my own role and go, okay, like, let's really lay this out. And I was in a, a meeting a few weeks ago and they were like, who's got 2022 planned? And it, it's my like networking group. And there's like 15 or 20 of us in there. And I was the only one who raised their hand. I was like, I'm actually into 2023. And they're all like, I hate you. But I, we have have all these projects. And I was like, I know, I know that I know that I know that I can't do them all now. So what are my priorities? What's going to make the biggest impact for my audience, for my community, for my business, for my team? And then let's focus on those things. So I, so I basically apply what we do for our clients into my own business. And I apply what we do in our own business to our clients, right? So we've got four main objectives for this year that we want to focus on. And we've got two priorities that we're really targeting. And then we've got our other two that are like, kind of like our dream, like next, you know, once we get these two first ones done, then we work on the next two. And then we're into 2023. So, you know, so it's, it's don't try to accomplish everything at once. I mean, that's where we end up burning out and we do want to burn the whole thing down. We're like, fuck it. I'm out. Like, forget it. And it's not even that it's a bad idea. It's just that we've decided that we want to get all of this stuff done right now. And when it doesn't, we don't get it done and we don't feel accomplished. And we're just like, well, that was a bad idea. No, no, no. Just take your time, really identify where you want, like what your alignment is. And I think that's the thing, like, is it an alignment? That's, that's a really big thing for me and my team and and how we work with our clients. Like what's an alignment with where you want to go? Yeah. It's, it's so funny. Like I, I think about that, just the whole goal setting piece and setting the priorities. And Ron and I, I would say going on like two straight months now, we've been trying to reprioritize and, and, and assess like everything we do, what we charge for it and all these, all these steps. But then you've got someone like Ron that being, or yourself being the visionary and the creatives, but then you've got someone like me who I like the details. I love like, uh, you know, I, once we see that, once I can see the vision, then I'm like, mm-hmm. perfect. Let me go get the, all the details. Yeah. But then I get stuck on if we don't have the vision nailed out, then I, I can't move forward. Even though I've got like priority over here, I can't mm-hmm. move forward on that because I don't have the vision of what this other priority was. But so much so like Ron and I, we have our podcast launch program and that's pretty much dialed in. I, like I, I've got some steps I'm, I need to do on that, but I got stuck because we're we're building a second, a different coaching program that goes along with that, but it's more about sales and sales leads with your podcast. And and so I like I couldn't do the stuff I needed for our podcast launch program because I've been stuck on this other piece. Mm-hmm. And like, how do you get people like that through that type of challenge? So you finish one project at a time. Yeah, Corey. <laughs> but I can't finish the PMT project until we get the the other one out of. Like until so we, you've got pieces over one. here that need to go over here. Is that what you're saying? Are they connected? No, they're not okay, really you connected. Just like, you just they're not to really like... connected, but I, I'm, I was so stuck on like, He's connected program we wanted to roll out. 
that I couldn't move. I couldn't do anything for our, our other one. That's already just kind of moving. Yeah. I like, like got this one figured out. So then what I would do is do a brain dump. So it's out of your head and then go back to the project that you need to finish. So just get it, just get it out of your head that sometimes that's like the easiest thing. It doesn't have to be accurate. It doesn't have to be all the things just do a big brain dump and go, these are all of my ideas, my thoughts, my, like when I, when I was doing resolve and I was building the the content for resolve, I percolate on a lot of things like before I actually like put them into a physical form. And so, and I write like a beast. And so, I mean, I can literally write 20 blogs in a day, but I don't do that every day and every week. So I'm like percolating on the thing. So if you've got this stuff swirling in your head, get to a point where like, okay, now I can do a full download and just do that big brain dump and then set it aside. So you can go back and refocus on that one thing that you, if you've got like three little tasks to do, get that shit out of your head. So you can go back and focus on that, those three little tasks and get those things done. Because what's happening is you're actually procrastinating on this over here because you want to be distracted by this over here. So you're distracted by the shiny and there's something about this little thing over here that you don't want to do because you don't like it. So identifying like, what is that thing? Like, just get the shit done. Like, get just get it done. Get it out of your way because you're procrastinating on it for some random reason. So yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely some procrastination I'm sure is part of it. And, but the other piece is I like to, t- like our whole system I'm like, okay, how does it tie in? How does it tie in from a financial, from a, a team execution and, and engagement? You know, it's like all those pieces. I'm like, okay, I, I want to see this vision so I can see how I need to tie it in with what I'm already working on. And and so like, I, I, what do you think, Ron? Like the last 30 days, I've been like, come on, we need to finish this. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it's been. Yeah. It's like, we talked about it, so it should be done. I don't understand what's happening. And so. I'm like, no, we need, to, like, we need to iron out like what what this result is that we're providing at the end of this timeline and the cost and the deliverables and all those pieces that I'm like, I need, I need to see that. So then I can figure out how I can mesh it with the others. And yeah, I know it's, I'm way overthinking it. I was definitely procrastinating. But I was also just stuck and for like 30 days up until, I don't know, like a week ago when Ron and I finally like figured it out. <laughs> so. yeah, well, he'll ask me details and it's interesting because I'm good at details when I want to be or if it's something that like I, I don't know. It's like at the like, beginning of something. You're good at yeah. details at the beginning. Yeah. The beginning. Never want to think about it again. <laughs> yeah. Once, once it gets past to a point. Uh-huh. Then like, you're like, I'm it done. It should never be in my brain anymore. Right. Yep. And and that's that's how I am with like like the first product we have, like it's it's done, it's been selling, it's doing good. And Corey wanted to fine-tune it. Well, that's great. I've never thought about what we need to fine-tune. So he added all these little great additions to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I never would have thought of it. Because A, it was selling, people liked it. Like, why add to it? Like, just keep going. Like, it's it's now out of my brain. So let's look at something else, right? He's like, but we can make it better. I know we can make it better, I'm sure, <laughs> right? So, then, <laughs> so that's you know. another thing too, is if you keep messing with something, why, like, then what do you, why are you messing with this over here that's working? Why, what are you procrastinating on and avoiding over here that you got to do if you keep messing with something over here that's working? So mm-hmm. there's all, there's that too. I mean, there's a lot of mindset that goes into this stuff. There's a lot of like, you know, mental framework that you've got to identify <laughs> within your business. You're like, what is causing me to procrastinate and ignore 
this project that I really want to do. Like, I'm really excited about this thing, yet I can't move forward on it. So what are you doing instead to procrastinate on this over here? So there's a lot of that that's going on. Like, so Corey, if you're trying to like, you know, detail out the continued minutia of stuff, like, what do you, what are you trying to avoid on the creation of the other side? Sometimes it's just fear. Sometimes you're running into, you're like, I'm afraid that this other thing is going to be better or it's going to be worse or I'm going to fail or I'm going to succeed. Like people are afraid of success as much as they're afraid of failure. So sometimes we're avoiding, and I'm definitely not a coach, you guys. I just, <laughs> I've been coached and I've been in the coaching world forever. But, but, you know, if you think about that and you listen to, you listen to the coaches, right? In, in the mindset space, like there are people that are afraid of the success, not the failure of something. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah, something. I mean, we all self sabotage a little bit, Please. you know, from, from our podcast launch perspective, like we, Ron and I, we built it with people. We, we had a lot of like, Hey, every week we're delivering this slideshow and presentation. And then, then we put it onto like a step-by-step process and automated a lot of it. And, and then, so like the reason I went back is because it was, it was at a certain price and I wanted to double the price, but I also wanted to more than double the, the value, value and just make it the best program, like hands down out there. And so right now the program is good, but once we do everything that won't take us too long to, to put in there, then it'll, it'll be hands down the best program. And, and mm-hmm. nobody can argue with me on that. And then, yeah, just from the vision aspect, right? Like that's probably more where I struggle. And so as we are creating the new thing, like that's where I was like, I run, you and I need to like kind of map out some of this. So then I can go talk about this intelligent thing. And, and Ron's like, yeah, it's a 90 day program that we're doing, you know, and, and people are going to get some sales leads out of it. And it's going to cost $5,000 for everybody. And it was like, that was done for him. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like what, what are we doing? A class I was like, good with first that. Month, and second month. And I was like, you don't need all the details today, but I need to like, I need to understand <laughs> a little bit more. And so it's just, it's been a funny process as we developed this, this new program that, I mean, we've been using it in our agency, but we wanted to put it into a group style as well. And, and so, yeah, it's just, it's, it's been unique because yeah, like I couldn't finish enhancing our current podcast launch program because I've been so stuck on this other thing until we got together, we've figured it out. And then I've already got everything I like lined up with what I need to do for our podcast program. It took me one day, the yeah, moment I had to do my is it like that? It didn't make sense to me. Like Corey's like, here's week one, here's week 12. I go, it's 12 weeks. He goes, yeah, it's 90 days. Okay. That makes sense. He's like, here's, here's this week. And he's like, I was like, why do we have to do that that week? And he explained it. All right, fine. Let's make sense. Right. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Anyway, this is random off topic conversation, Lainey. So thanks for, I love it. Thanks for being our therapist here. I know. Happy to, happy to support. I was about to say Corey should, Corey was on the couch for a little while. <laughs> I'm like, what are you avoiding Corey? <laughs> Usually people like the guest and Corey gang up on me. So I enjoyed this tremendously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. I, mean, I, I called myself out because I knew I was so stuck. And someone like you, Lainey, with your expertise, uh, it was the perfect, perfect timing. Because if we would have had, if we would have had you on our show a week ago, I might not have said it because I didn't have the resolution in my head. Right. So I might not have been ready to talk about it. So <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have been ready to talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ron's like, let's go. <laughs> I, I could have so, been selling it already. So what's happening? Right. <laughs> so, so let's talk about some of your 
tactics that you use for visibility from you've, you've talked a blog a little bit already. You've talked about launching a podcast in the future, but what's kind of your strategy to get in front of people and, you know, get yourself out there? I'm going to tell you I'm the worst at social media. So I actually had to put an entire strategy in place for social media and not be a part of it, to be honest. Like I, I mean, cause I don't like social media and I show up on social media because I have to, otherwise I would rather just like play in the space with my clients. So what I did, and this took me a while to understand who I was and how I was with my, with, you know, with my marketing and everything. So number one, my, most of my clients are referrals, which is amazing. But I realized that as I'm like, you know, going into a, a level of group coaching and taking the tactics that we take and we work with on our clients, we're moving that directly into groups. So the group, anybody that's in group is going to get the exact same level of tactics and tips and tricks and resources and handholding and accountability. So I was like, okay, I've got to get myself back out there. And I write blogs all the time, but I took about six months off last year of even writing content because I didn't have a strategy, a good content strategy and a good marketing strategy to implement. And so I hired my content manager that I worked with a year, year and a half or so ago. And I rehired her, not rehired her, but I hired her because I was working with her in a different capacity. And she knows my voice like nobody's business. Like you couldn't tell if she wrote the content or if I wrote the content, because I'm a little bit sassy if you haven't figured it out. And so to, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> just a tiny bit, <laughs> just, just, just a smidge, but to capture, you know, to capture, to have somebody who can capture your essence and your tone and your personality in content is really hard to find. And so all of you who out there who are struggling with that, I get the struggle. So I finally have found somebody who can capture who I am. And then I just said, I need you to like, literally figure out my content. You and and I have I mean I've long form content. I have, you know, hundreds of blogs that I've written, hundreds not blogs, but hundreds of pieces of content that I've written. And so now what we do is we have a plan that, you know, there's a every 5 days this is what happens. She's taken a long a piece of long form content and she's broken it down into eight smaller pieces of content. So our content's on my blog, it's going on Medium, we're waiting for Thrive to approve us, all the social channels, you know, I'm not on Twitter, I hate Twitter, so I delete my account on Twitter. But, you know, so we've got, you know, all the pieces and then my other team member, she does all the graphics and we have an entire we use Airtable, so we have an entire format that's like, okay, the content goes in once it's clicked off then it moves into the next person's you know, bucket to do for the graphics. And then once that's clicked off, it goes into my bucket for approval and then it gets posted. I don't have to try to figure it out anymore. I just said, somebody else needs to be the brains in this situation because I can't, I, I, I hate it. Like I literally hate it. <laughs> so this is what you do as a client would do with my clients too. I'm like, what do you hate? delegate that shit out. So I delegated it. I was like, get it off my plate because it's not happening. I'm procrastinating. I'm ignoring it. I'm not doing anything about it. And so, yeah, so that is, that's been implemented through the holidays and kind of stuff. It kind of, kind of got a little wonky with me traveling and all of that, but you know, we're back on a regular rhythm and routine and my content's going out on a regular basis. And you know, it's, I don't, I maybe do 10% of the work. So it's great. Like, I don't have to think about it. Getting on more podcasts is something I'm, you know, obviously the next level of what I'm trying to do. I'm like, oh, I got to do a podcast now. Okay. <laughs> that's fun though. Like, like that, at least it's some it is. conversations, right? It's yeah, no, and I, I love it. It's more just like, where do I fit it into my schedule? Because like so busy with clients and all of that. So it's finding those times. And then actually starting to do, um, and 
March or April, I'm working with a videographer and a video team. And we're going to be creating every 90 days, 12 videos. So I'll re- do recording for 48 hours. In two days, we're going to record. And then they're going to create 12 video content out of those two days worth of recording. So that's a plan. So we're building out that um, content strategy. So that'll start happening and video will start coming out like uh, sometime April, May. So yeah, so it's, there's a, it's, I'm developing it all again, like, cause I just haven't cared to put out content except for just writing a blog post and, you know, so I'm like, okay, I need to have a full strategy. <laughs> right, right, right. No, that's like, we love the strategy piece. I love like creating brands. That's like my favorite thing to do, you know, and, but there's certain parts of it that I just can't stand doing, but mm-hmm. I'm good at it. So it kind of stinks, but I hate <laughs> doing it. Right. Right. And, and it's like, like I'll do it, but it's expensive because I don't want to really do it. Right. It is how I've decided. And now it's just not even worth it being more expensive. I just don't want to do it. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, I'm not going to say what it is because Corey always gets mad at me because we saw <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but, but like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where can I do it? Yes. Do I know how to do it? Yes. Do I like yeah. doing it? I did. Now I don't, you know, and it's just, I don't, I don't want to do it. You know, yeah. the problem is people come to us for that particular thing. Right. Like, <laughs> You're, I get it. You know, so it's, it's funny. It's funny because it goes back to staying in your lane, mm-hmm. delegate out what you don't want to do. A hundred percent. Focus on the things you like to do. Mm-hmm. Like I like selling high ticket stuff. Yeah. I enjoy that. That's it's fun. fun. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, I've, Try to really start focusing on that, but we need some kind of program to sell at a high ticket level, right? So <laughs> that, that's where, like, that's where Corey comes in. Right? So, so it's, yeah, it's stuck. yeah, because everything we do is done for you. There's nothing yeah. that is a done by yourself thing. So everything mm-hmm. is, it's touched by either myself or Corey or, or a couple people on our team, but it's all done for you with yeah. very minimal effort on your part, but you do have to do something in order to get all the cool stuff back. Yeah. You've got to do something. I think that's the thing when people are like, I just want it all to be done for me. I'm like, well, you have to participate. Right. It's your business. Yes. yes. It is your business. It's your vision. It's your responsibility. It's the money that you want to make and yeah. you cannot be hands off. Like I, as much as I don't want to do social media and all of those things, it's my business. It's my content. It's my voice. It's my presence. It's the money that I want to make. I have to be involved in some capacity. Yeah. We had this one client that said, here, I'll give you like everything I've ever done. And he wanted a podcast. You could cut up all these, what, seven videos into podcasts, right? Seven videos. And he didn't want to do any more anything. Right. And it's like, you can't have a podcast with only seven videos. Seven videos. That's not a podcast. How this works, right? You're like, and he's two like, months. We got two months for you. You're good. Yeah. And then he's like, well, and then here's all the programs. You go sell the programs and then we'll just split the profits. I go, I don't want to sell your stuff. Like, you don't understand. Like, you're not, you don't get what we're trying to do to help you, but no. we are not the guys to help you. Like, I love your concept. I love what you're doing. but. <laughs> I don't want to sell your stuff. Well, that's like me going, <laughs> hey guys, sell my group for me and I'm just going to sit back and make the money. Like, right. No, like, right. No. That's exactly what he wanted. And I was like, uh, no, it doesn't work yeah. that way. You, we, like, we could 
Well, he was, he was like, wasn't it like a 90, 20 or 80, 20 split? We were getting 80 and he was getting 20. And so it was money wise was good. But like, if it's not our thing, like, I didn't even feel right trying to sell that. Like, no. And it had nothing to do with what we would ever think about going to sell. Right. I I think, yeah. (laughs) I think it's really interesting when people do that. I'm just like, you have to have skin in the game. Otherwise, why are you a business owner? Right. Like yeah. what the hell? <laughs> and why would you give us all your stuff to do it? I don't, I don't get it. Right. But, and it just, it was, it reminded me of that. So. But there's a lot of business owners who do similar things like that. They're just like, I, they only have the capacity. They don't know how to fucking do business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't, I mean, they don't like they get into business. I'm going to say business and, you know, air quotes because they're passionate about a product or a service or a mission or some vision that they have. And they have no idea how to actually build an infrastructure in their business. They have no idea how to go through the process and build a solid foundation that actually develops into a business, which is why businesses fail within the first year to five years. Like the number of businesses that fail, it's because people don't know how to do a business. They have no idea. They have no concept. And then they just want to go, I don't have any money. So can you do it for free for me? I, you know, I need somebody to do this. I need somebody to do that. And they have zero skin in the game. Zero because they don't understand what they're actually trying to accomplish. And they want you to have all the skin in the game. Yes. And it's funny because the other thing I can't stand is trades. Like, hey, let's trade your product for our oh, product. God. No. Well, our product is done for you. Yeah. Yours is not. It's not a, it's not a fair trade. <laughs> it's not the same. And anyone we've ever traded hasn't done squat. So that yeah. just hurts the credibility of our course. So how about now? How about now? Exactly. Um, I don't do, I do not do <laughs> trades. I do not want to do trades. I don't do uh-huh. trades. Like it's no. like, no. Nope. Yeah. Best is we, we want to work together. Sure. You buy from us. We buy from you. Like that's, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do that with my accountant. She does my accounting. I pay her. I do her operations. I'm, I run all of her operations and same with my graphic designer. She's hiring. I'm her operations. She's my designer. Clean and simple. So yeah, stop, stop, be, stop playing, playing people. Stop. Yes. Well, yeah. If you're yeah, listening stop. out there. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let, let's circle this to hindsight. You know, our goal is to hack your hindsight to give our listeners clear foresight. So thinking back to all your experience helping those CEOs that. I think the way you put it on your website was trying to be or dreaming to be that six or seven figure, right? Like they're mm-hmm. working towards that that process. You've seen, I'm sure, common mistakes that many make. And there's maybe a couple of things that those, this, those successful ones early on do something different. So in hindsight, like what's what are some of those things? It's like, yeah, definitely don't do that, but you should do this. So I would say number one is remove your ego. Yeah, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me write that down. That's amazing. <laughs> Get rid of the ego. Look, we all have ego. Uh, we do. I mean, yeah, Corey. So you can, <laughs> but, and it's just, you need to go sit down and go, okay, what, what am I capable of? What am I willing to do? What do I need to ask for help on? And where am I willing to outsource and delegate and be willing to delegate? A lot of times business owners, they 
feel like they got to do it all. And especially when you're in the first couple of years of your business, you are doing it all because you may not have the funds to delegate. So this is the opportunity to start looking at how you want to delegate when you can bring on your first team member and what do you want to delegate. So preparing yourself to delegate. And then within that ego delegation is trust and stop micromanaging. So it's trust and micromanagement. You've got to trust your team. You've got to prepare to bring on your team. You also, you know, like we talked earlier, you've got to train them. It's your responsibility to give them the resources and training. And then you got to trust them and you got to not micromanage them. And I told Corey to stop micromanaging. <laughs> I said it softly. <laughs> Very softly, I said it. I know. I was like, well, I, I, I had to say it louder. I'll try. I was, I was taking notes, so I didn't even see you say it. Uh, <laughs> no, that's why I was like, don't micromanage. He said the you know, you know what's funny, though? Before you finish that, Lainey, sorry about this. No. I've worked with Ron Wynn. Anytime Ron starts micromanaging, it's, it's one of those back to the clean house type days, back to the, you know, this person might not be around too long. Hey, I hate micromanaging. And if I micromanage you, I'm probably firing you because I want mm-hmm. you to understand how much I hate it. Mm-hmm. You know? And oh, yeah. Corey's right. Yeah. We used to work together. And the second I got into micromanagement mode, you should look for a job because I hate it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that's that's really a good indicator. Um, and actually, I appreciate that you brought that up because if you are micromanaging somebody, you ha- you need to look at, is it you or is it them? So some, and, and if it's, you know, if, because sometimes you can just be a control freak. I mean, I'm a control freak, but yeah, of course, you know. a control freak. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, one of the things that I I want things done a certain way, but I've also realized like I'm not the expert in my in everything in my business. I'm really good at what we do, but I don't need to build my website and do my social media and do all my marketing. I, I'm the strategy. I'm the visionary. I can do probably 80% of the tech that we build for clients, the other 20%, I'm like, I'm not fucking touching that with a 10 foot pole, but we'll do it because my team knows how to do it. You don't have to be the person to know everything in your business. And that goes back to ego. It goes back to trust. It goes back to delegation. It goes back to micromanagement. So, you know, being able to do those things, but starting early and starting now, if you're listening to this right now, start now. What can you delegate? What do you hate? What do you want to get rid of? What are you ignoring? What are you procrastinating on? Start making that list of stuff. I have a love-hate delegate document that I can send over to you guys that they can download. This is what I process I work with on my clients is to figure out what they love, what do they hate. And and I don't like the word hate, but it just goes really well (laughs) into my love-hate delegate. But it is, I mean, a lot of times it is that like angst, right? It's that feeling of like, oh my God, I don't want to do this. And if you're feeling that angst and that that like feeling in your body or your mind or your soul, then you need to really evaluate, can I delegate this out to somebody? And I think that's really the biggest thing. Because if you can get to that point in your business with all of your projects and all of your tasks, it opens the doors for you to move forward way easier and a way more seamless and efficient manner. Right. No, I love it. And I and I've absolutely loved this conversation and I appreciate all the time. And I know there's people listening. They're like, like people like Corey and I, they're have issues clearly and need to, to have someone like really, I think we might need to be having a conversation. Yeah. So how, how do they, or how does Corey find you? I, I mean, I don't know what the best way is. I don't like email, so I'm not going to give you my email address, but opsdfy.com is uh, you know, a great way to find me and, and all of our social channels and everything. 
So it's opsdfy.com for right now. It will be changing. You can also go to laneysullivan.com. So it's L-A-N-Y-S-U-L-L-I-V-A-N. Um, and you can find me on social and we can connect and yeah, I'll send you an intake form, gentlemen. <laughs> perfect, perfect. I'll have Ron fill that out. Uh, <laughs> I'll put all the details in it. Right. All right. So uh, my very last question, and, and again, Lainey, thanks so much for being here. But my very last question, last piece of advice, when people go to Lainey.com and they see about Lainey, they see the statement, stop burning money, part of your, your solutions you're creating for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so any parting words on how somebody out there that's listening to this can stop burning money. Oh gosh. They're so stop hiring VAs just because you think you need a fucking VA Just stop. Just literally just stop hiring a bunch of VAs actually put a plan in place to hire the right team member for the right projects, for the right skill sets. It makes me so mad when people are like, I have three VAs. I'm like, well, what are they doing for you? I don't know. <laughs> Like, have a plan. (laughs) Sometimes you don't need a VA. Sometimes you actually need a strategist to come in and clean up your shit. And then you can hire, which is what most of my clients run into is they don't have a plan to hire somebody. And so they end up hiring somebody and then firing them or they put on social, I'm looking for a virtual assistant. And they get a hundred messages. And then they're like, never mind. I don't know what to do. It's like a full block. So. Yeah, no, it's awful because, and, and then like everybody's like, yeah, don't do that. Don't do, do that. Not do that. Like, yeah, at all. And, and Ron and I, we went, we did go through a couple of those challenges trying to find, and we had in the mind like a VA, right? And mm-hmm. and yes, technically our person is a VA, he's more of a higher level VA, but but he's the one that then handles the other things like, okay, we need this person that helps us with video or content or audio or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's the one handling that stuff, yeah. but we needed him before we could get everything yeah, else. Needed that. Right. And so, exactly. Yeah. So please Great don't advice. hire me. <laughs> it's, it's a phenomenal advice. Just hire the right person, hire the right person mm-hmm. the first time and stop driving yourself nuts. Yeah. Because you're just, you will waste money. You're literally creating your own chaos. Yep. Yep. Our first VA was exactly like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, if I like, I got to the point where if I said anything, it was like that person took it so ultra personal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I said nothing that was like inappropriate. You're so mean, Ron. For I mean, you. Like, I don't know what your problem is, but like I told Corey, I go, I never want to talk to that person again. That person is all yours. I don't want to hear her name because <laughs> like, I was like, I'm walking on tippy toes in my right. own company around yeah. a VA makes no. zero sense. No. Yeah. That right. was a, definitely a bad hire. Yeah. Can tell you that for right now. If you're walking on eggshells in your business, bad hire. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But at the beginning, we, we had to learn, we had to learn the hard way. And, yeah. and honestly, she helped find the person that, yes. that we needed. And and I think that's the key is, you know, every mistake is a lesson, right? Every failure is a lesson. So yeah, if you, if you have been there and done that, you know, like, oh, yep, I should not have done that that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for coming today. Thank you you guys for having me on. I think it'll be fun to connect in the next couple of months and see, you know, how much hair we have left. Oh, yeah, so. I don't even know how much hair you have now because you got hats on. So let's see. Oh, there's a full head, Corey. Oh yeah. Okay. 
Mine is always short and I always have a hat. Sometimes mine's always, mine's always poofy like that. I I love it. (laughs) If I'd known, I would have worn a hat today. It is hat day. I didn't get the memo. (laughs) We we failed at sharing the memo. Sorry. (laughs) All right, everyone. Talk to you soon. Thanks so much. All right, everybody. I don't know about you, but that was a lot of fun. Ron, it's so nice when we can have these conversations and have fun while doing so. Learn a little bit, poke fun at you and all kinds of fun things. I know. I, I have I have some amazing takeaways. One is you need a therapist. <laughs> I had one. It was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I love the whole love, hate, delegate. Like I, I freaking love that. Like figure out what you want to do, focus on that. Anything else you don't want to do, just delegate it. Right. And and I think we were better at that, like in like corporate world, when we worked somewhere, like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to hire someone to delegate that. And it's less when it's like our own. Right. So we just have to have that same mentality. So that's one. And the other one, stop playing. I love to stop playing. Like if you want to grow your business, stop trying to just give it to other people and expect them to do it like you want to do it. You have to be involved. Take some ownership, move forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of these things like we've done, we've been part of both in the corporate world for our own business. But, but the one piece that, that I was like really resonated with was the, the, the question we should be asking ourselves and, and making sure our team understands is where is the business going? Right. Whether it's, one offer or the entire thing or whatever it is, right? And you and I are pretty good about ironing out like exactly what our business does and what we want it to do and and those things. But then is the team in alignment with that, right? And so I I feel like our team is, but it's, it's pretty important for anybody listening. Like if you have a team, like are they in alignment or are they just filling a task for you, right? And I think we've been kind of blessed with long-term team now, Right. Of of people that you know they may may not be all seeing the exact vision that we have, but I there's I feel like it's pretty close. And so just understanding where is your business going, and then making sure that the people that work with you understand that as well. And if they don't, hopefully they can speak up, or you can help direct or share more. You know, and and so it's like that got me thinking: Do we sh- what like what do we need to share with our team? Mm-hmm. And I don't know that answer yet, but what do we need to share with our team more to make sure that they understand where we want to take this, right? And Absolutely. so I just love that. No, I love that too. And I think that's an important question that uh, we should ask, right? So definitely, I, I love that. I love that. And then I do have one other thing. Okay. You can be high touch using tech. Yeah. High touch, high tech. Mm-hmm. I love that. So and yeah. that's, that's super important, but yeah, there you go. Perfect. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you learned. I hope you had fun. And I hope you took some of this coaching that I know Ron and I are taking to heart. So, but outside of that, let's uh, see you in the next time. See you soon. Did you know that Hindsight Hacking Media Agency, we do all things podcasts from launch. If you're already doing 10,000 downloads in a week, we handle everything. All you have to do, record it and forget it. Guys, if you're launching a podcast, get with these guys. I could not honestly hit the charts without them. I'm not getting paid for this, but working with both of you, the professionalism and the system that you guys had to launch the podcast, you guys killed it. We want to help the impactors create an impact by just letting you be you and not worry about all this other crazy stuff. 
connect with us. All the links will be in the show notes. See you next time. Go create an impact.